Hey everyone, it's Ross. The following is an actual play of Shadow Dark RPG. We welcome you to sit in with us and listen to our adventures. As with all of our actual plays, it's not a performance. These are just friends playing tabletop role-playing games and playing them the way we do. Some editing has been done for your enjoyment, including sound effects and music. Details about the artists are included at the end of the podcast. We hope you enjoy. You have become lost. In a moment when a feeling of jealousy intersected, tripping on a limb under a moonlight, or as you laughed, a dewdrop fell from a nearby bow into your eyes. A moment or feeling of uncertainty. Whatever it was, you raise your head to find yourself in a vast wilderness. This is not where you were before. You have no way home. It is filled with monsters, ruins, and secrets. In time, you find the last vestige of civilization. Its inhabitants mostly others who've also become lost here in this wild place. Your talents were recognized. Now you are an adventurer of Perinval. It is up to you to defend and help the people of this dream world. To attain treasures, secrets, defeat the horrors that have lain dormant in the shadows until you awoke them with your arrival. These are the stories of that kingdom and its people, of heroes and of villains and of magic. Welcome to the Vale. You are all adventurers of Perinval, elite agents of the kingdom. The kingdom of Perinval relies on the trade from Lorendane, um, and so they've hired you to investigate disappearances here. Madness has befallen the small barony of Lornadane. Recently, some young people and others from the village and the surrounding area have begun to disappear in alarming numbers. The locals are at their wit's end trying to find their lost loved ones. And the Lady Baroness Lornadane has responded by offering a reward. As an adventurer of Perinval, although you are an agent of the kingdom, you are also a sort of independent mercenary. And you take on contracts, and you can receive the boon of such jobs yourself. Despite this reward, and though others have tried and passed through the area, uh, the area, none of this has helped, and the mystery remains unresolved. Strangers who normally pull their flatboats into the village for an overnight stay are being accused. Travelers avoid the once popular portage. Locals have turned on one another. The farmers blame the river folk. The river folk blame the farmers. Both of them blame those that live in the village. All of them, to various degrees, they blame the wild beasts and monsters known to roam the countryside. What is clear from the outside is that there is something going on in Lornadane. So, after your things that have brought you all together over the past year, you have taken this seemingly hopeless contract and you have traveled 
Um, I will tell you what you know of the area. It is not much. You have not been here before. Lorna Dane is located at the northern end of the Erindian Forest and to the south of the plains of Mayfurrow. It's an independent barony, free of the influence of the, uh, the wood elves uh, that, uh, and the fairy folk that inhabit the boundary lines among much of the forest to the east. And it sits just at the border south uh, of maybe 50 miles to the south uh, of two large cities who in recent years seemingly have appeared from nowhere. One called Bardsgate, the other one called Wayrim. And it's a, uh, Lorna Dane is a, just a small community of farms and fishermen in the countryside with a uh, small central village along the, the Glimmer Reel Run River. And uh, that is all you know. Now, we'll start back right where we left off last time, uh, where you were just traveling through the forest near the Glimmer Run River, uh, and you were making your way into the open forests and fields of the barony, and you're traveling through a dark forest. And uh, you just... Um, defeated an ambush by some giant cart-sized toads. And um, they were defeated by by Jubal. Um, Jubal was able to charm one of these people. I'm going to show you what they look like again. He then speaks to this person. You hear him stand up into the cart uh, next to you, Test, he's also a little, little dude, and he's like, <laughs> and then this this creature, this this humanoid, it's got irregularly long arms. The uh, knuckles almost drag the ground toward its ankles, and it uh, it sort of like slumps forward you to, towards you in a slithery kind of way, uh, and uh, it slurps and uh, and burps as it. it croaks this this weird alien language back to uh, to your companion and they're talking to each other all I could do is just kind of like just <laughs> nod very nervously and just be like yeah man <laughs> yeah uh, can I see what's in the cart while they're talking yeah absolutely uh, do you exit um, first of all do you want to keep the, the fog up uh, no, I would probably dissipate it if it seemed oh. like they were calm, like this is a calm situation. Okay, uh, I will. The fog dissipates magically. And um, so you come up and you check the cart um, uh, log. And uh, you can see that there are simple foodstuffs uh, that have been ruined large wheels of cheese eaten through with maggots and mold and um, exposed here to the elements. Uh, it looks like the cart is damaged and unusable. Uh, one of its wheels bent on the axle. Um, you can also see the, the marks look as if they were dragged you know, along the path and then suddenly veered all at once. 
there is uh, nothing else of value in the cart. So perhaps it looks like this cart was dragged here uh, and it's been here for some time. My best guess was that like some horse or donkey was pulling it and that was ambushed some time ago. But so far we haven't seen any signs of remains, but with the very large toads around that could answer that question. Hmm. Jubal, uh, after some croaking back and forth with this creature, he says, um, uh, I am familiar with these creatures. I uh, have studied their tongue. Uh, these are an ancient uh, primordial people from this place. Uh, this is, um, let me see. Uh, these are the Satharians. Uh, it is said that they were once uh, human, but something changed them. But that was eons ago. And uh, he claims, uh, he thinks that we are his friends currently, and uh, he feels like he is taking a risk in putting his uh, his croaker out for for us, um, but that he must leave and go back to, uh, to his people, uh, but that an ambush was set up along this path uh, to try to prevent anyone from coming into this area if possible. Jubal, can you ask him why he's trying to prevent uh, people from coming into the area? Yeah, they, uh, they croak back and forth for some time, and, uh, and Jubal kind of like looks a bit kind of pensive and disappointed. Uh, he turns back to you and he says, uh, he doesn't know much, um, but um, let me find it here. Um, their, their chieftain uh, guards an ancient uh, and sacred site to their people, and uh, they have been ordered for the first time in uh, centuries to leave that sacred site from underground. They, they rarely ever leave underground. And in fact, it's very painful for them to travel in the light and uh, to come out this far. But, uh, but the chieftain will not tell them why they must come out and prevent people from coming into this place. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Jubal, can you ask him if there are any other uh, humans at this temple? Uh, are 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 humans being taken there? Because we're looking for missing humans. Hmm. Um. He says that um. In the uh, the ancient times, there were once people that came into the temple, but. Uh, let me just make sure. But he thinks only his people inhabit that place now. Um, he has heard, though, that uh, that in recent years there are people from faraway lands that have sometimes come into the temple, but he's never seen them. Hmm. You think the missing people uh, might be something to do with a uh, human sacrifice to a temple? I don't know. Just I'm just putting it out there. Uh, ask him if he's stopped anyone else. 
he uh, croaks like a into the into the air, and after that long croak, you almost think something's wrong with him, like he's going to die or something. And then he he stops after a while, and and he says, um, uh, "Jubal says that was a war cry, and he's very proud that he's he's slain uh, twelve other adventurers." That's a very big number. Certainly can't deny that. I'll uh, I'll give him a sign of mad respect. <laughs> Rex just looks very nervous by all this, but he's keeping his cool. Uh, so th- this this cart came from the opposite direction we came from, right? It's yes. From... Okay, so d- do we know what closest cities or village or settlement is that way? Yeah. Is it Wayram or Bardskater? Uh, it's the uh, the village of the same name, uh, Lornadane, uh, okay. which is uh, the 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 barony itself is your destination to try to figure out where these missing people are. Um, oh, so we haven't actually hit the. We're not in in Lornadane yet. Yeah, you're in the forests north of the barony that lie along okay. the river, and you're trying to get along a forest path. You're trying to get through the forest into the open the open barony, the, the fields and the farms um, and stuff. Maybe we could ask him if they know why this is such a great ambush place. Like, why is there traffic coming through here? That's a good. Uh, he he says that um, because he he which uh, you take to be a laugh, and uh, and then Jubal says he says that the the river has enough problems that they haven't had to worry about traffic through the river. They have only had to guard these wooden, these, uh, the pass through the woods. And you know that you yourself, like, uh, presumably your ranger picked this as the very best tactical approach and best path to get into the, the barony, so. Admittedly, I didn't roll too high on that. <laughs> it probably wasn't the best way in considering we got an ambush, but still, there's uh, not a lot of better routes in there. And it sounds like they're going to have all of them blocked off. So it definitely sounds like it's the barony itself that they were trying to uh, isolate. Mm-hmm. Rather than getting caught up in some other unrelated thing. So it well, sounds like the barony's got a bigger problem than the one we came here to solve. Yeah, if unless we have other information to glean from this guy, I vote we uh, get out of this situation before others of his kind come. Um. You hear some more croaking back and forth between Jubal and this strange mutated toad man. And then this creature um, eventually turns to leave and Jubal says, um, he says that he has to return to his people um, deeper into the forest. And uh, he will, he will because we are his friends, we, he will not tell them of us. But okay. he weren't. He weren't. Before warrants, he goes, oh. since we're good, such good friends, uh, can he give us uh, something that these frog people hate? <laughs> What's something these frog people hate so we don't ever avenge you? Uh, you're asking for something that the frog people hate? Yes, like like a a uh, a way to deter them and or. I'm basically like asking, hey, can you tell us what your weakness is? <laughs> right. I don't know if that's going to We don't want to offend but you. I would, I would just be like, humans, would, right? What's their I would, deal? I would phrase it in a way of like, what's a way that we could make sure we never offend your people in the future? Right. In the same way. But I would, I would, you know, 
metagaming here. I'm trying to ask if, if he could tell us his weakness, since we're such good friends. He, he's sort of, like, covered by the canopy of the forest, uh, but um, he used the army of giant toads to try to attack you, his, uh, his, his creatures, and um, he says that they, they can hardly stand the sunlight, uh, and especially the... Uh, the magics of the of the priest types that uh, that they've seen. <clears throat> I nod. Oh, that's that's useful info. Yeah, I can relate to that. My people had that issue back uh, back where I'm from, but this sun doesn't work the same way. Well, I, I, I should we bid him farewell and uh, and and move on? Yes. If it wasn't so dishonorable, I'd suggest we just stab him in the back. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's he's going to start killing more people. Uh, I think Dude, Log... I think Log... Point. <laughs> Log turns a cold shoulder to such a suggestion, but feel free to do what you want. Yeah, your your, your uh, input is very important. I'm just saying he's going to be killing more people. That's just a thing that's going to happen. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, then we're, I mean, we're getting into uh, you know preemptive uh, strike territory. Uh, do we want to be those kind of people? I ask. Uh, it's a little complicated because they started by ambushing us, but mm, once someone's charmed, that changes the situation. Mm. Yeah. Log, you know, Rex, I'm, I'm, you're starting to you're starting to make sense. Log scratches his head and says, no, "I'm not a tactician." Uh, friends, if I may, uh, just want to remind you all that we've managed to not draw the ire of his friends and or his beasties. Maybe we should just keep moving before we... Yeah, do. larger issues that I'm not sure if we could actually beat all those frogs. Toads. Mm. How many toads are there? I saw three, I think. Not counting him. Like the big boys. Uh... Jubal, you know, asks this question and uh, he lets out another war cry, which makes a lot of noise. Wow. Um, let me roll. I was kind of holding out my, my hands, palms down, like, eh, not not too crazy, but okay. Not um, all friendly, though. But, but then he croaks some things and Jubal turns back and he's like, uh, he's proud of that, too. He says that in the mires and ponds nearby, they, uh, they train and pull, bring out the the creatures of the pond and bogs uh, to uh, to command as their armies. Hmm. So no swimming. I've got uh, I've, maybe I've got a half solution here because I, I hear what uh, you know Rex is getting at, and these you know there could be by walking away from these people, we're we're actually allowing innocent lives to be taken. I believe that's uh, your point, right, Rex? Yeah. Um, what if, uh, is there a way, uh, something in the cart that we could make a sign and hang it on the cart that says, uh, this is an ambush? <laughs> yeah, um... Possibly. I mean, we could pop off some boards. We could use some of these, uh, poles and use that, use that as a, like, a vertical pole and stick the boards on it and then, uh, put them at, uh, either end of this vantage po put them at either end of this little little uh, valley area so people coming from either direction might be might be forewarned yeah and ambush ahead or something like that yeah and we can uh, ride it something in there soot. with a knife we can yeah. use soot from our torches too okay to the... now uh I, 
I'm going to make some assumptions here out loud. You tell me if tell me if they're wrong, okay? Um, I assume that Rex would probably be the one that goes up to the point where any other guide or ranger or elite adventurer of Perinval would obviously know this thing, like the the place where all right they would see this. Uh, mm-hmm. And assume I assume the ranger would probably do that. I assume that you would wait until this dude left, and then you yeah would, yeah we wait until yeah. he leaves. Um, and uh, just kind of making small talk in a language he doesn't know. No big deal. This uh, right. and th- he probably can't read either. Setting up a, a warning signal, a warning sign that could last. Uh, you can do it. Will it will take two hours because you'll need to. Mm. Uh, at, at the very least, the ranger will need to backtrack and then set that sign up. Uh, but you're confident that you could warn other adventurers of Perinval if they should enter this area. What do you think, guys? Uh, I, I say think let's do it. Let's risk it. We can do that, and I'd also like to send my bird familiar up to watch for uh, more totes and, and more of these creatures uh, in the meantime. That way I can warn if we need to leave the warning operation. <laughs> I feel that honor sort of demands that once we've charmed this guy, we have to like kind of let him go. It just doesn't. I, I feel like in this, I feel like we might have a more like uh, a well-developed sense of how things ought to go in a setting like this, but I don't know what they are. But my, so my gut says that like once someone's charmed into peace, then you have to, you have to part ways amicably. So yeah. I don't feel that attacking them is, is an honorable move. The creed of the uh, the creed of the All Father. I don't have it on me. I can post it, um, but uh, it does. It exhorts righteous struggle and combat, uh, and and that it would be honorable. Mm. So we could we could resume the fight, but we would have to basically throw down and like give them fair warning. I feel if we're trying to be you know the good guys maybe a bit of just war theory like uh if it justifies it and then even then on that basis you must do it fairly i just wanted to send my bird up to uh watch survey the area while we're sitting the sign up blossom right yeah yes so we all agree we're going to take the two hours we're going to build make a sign post it and then beat feet out of there unless you want to challenge him to honorable combat right here now those are our two sure. options. The only other okay. data well, let's point. Let's do the, uh, the. Let's put up the signpost. Sorry, what were you saying, Jim? I uh, just wanted to offer the, just a final data point that it's currently about 4 p.m. and that would lead you to about 6 p.m. in the fall, so you would be a mm. couple of hours uh, oh, sh- shy of evening. But um, uh, which is not me trying to telegraph anything. I'm just trying to. I would just want to make sure you have that information for your for any decisions that you make, including for further ones. I should have given you the time already, actually. 4 p.m. local. I kind of like the idea of us uh, having, you know, burned these two hours puts us in a a precarious place of maybe being caught in the dark, uh, in the wilderness, uh, only because we're trying to do the right thing by warning other adventurers. And, uh, you know, we can take that hit, I think, as a party. Um, I, I... it, I'm, I don't want to speak for everyone, but that's how I, that's my feeling on it. I agree. Hmm. I would agree. That's All right. kind of my leading, though. I, part of me wonders if we're letting go of the honorable combat uh, scenario too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, so. eh, it sounds like people aren't leaning that way, so okay, I'll go with the two hours. So we uh, 
I, I totally understand where you're coming from, Rex. I, I, I'm, you know, in, in uh, theory, I agree with you. Um, I don't feel confident we'd win. Two, I'm a little concerned about that, too. <laughs> uh, two hours pass, and um, you come back to the same place. Um, I, I'll note kind of the distance and scale of this map. It's not actually very far. This is like a subhex. So this entire distance from east to west uh, to the end of this forest trail is about a mile. Mm -hmm. um, you can see here uh, to your left, which is to the north, you can see um, dense forest. And from where you are, dense forest to the south, which is where they retreated to. Um and uh, from where you came, you were following the path of this river to get into the barony. Uh, you had not taken a watercraft, uh, so you were on foot. Uh, so from here, really, the only options uh, reasonably at this point would be to either go into the forest to get into the barony or continue on along this forest path. Hmm. Given that time is of the essence, my leaning is towards staying on the path. I, I, I would like to stay on the path, and I, I'd also like to um, keep my bird, uh, uh, in gaming terms, to, uh, to uh, like double near ahead of us, at least. Okay. Uh, like two turns ahead of us, at least. Uh, and that way I have some warning there. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Flying scout operations for forward observer. Yes, uh, and that's also my background too, as as a scout, as I'm, I'm trained in speed and stealth. So. So what I'm going to do with that uh, is I'm going to. It seems like we have a lot of power in that respect because you also have a ranger. So the ranger is going to make a wisdom check at advantage for any potential encounters. Uh, not right now, but if this happens, and then you also will make a wisdom check at advantage. Uh, so you'll both do that to try to meet this. So pretty powerful. Okay. So sounds like we're staying along the path. Um, it doesn't, you know, take you long because uh, because the path is here. A mile maybe takes you 20 minutes of uh, not fast walking, and then you crest uh, the forest line, and you can see the barony uh, ahead of you, the the fields and farms. I'll describe some of the things that you can see here from where you are, and at this point. It is now 6.30 p.m. local time. And it is the fall, so the sun is beginning to set. And did you say we could see the, we could see the, uh, I'm sorry, what, what? Say again what you th we can see at this point as the sun is setting. Yeah, sorry, I hadn't described it yet. Um, I will describe what you can see from here. Um, there's a couple of... Uh, first of all, you can see the, uh, the, the fields and farms of the barony uh, stretching out ahead of you in the setting sun. Um, you also see is actually the keep of the barony. Now I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, but the other thing of note that you see within maybe uh, a few minutes away uh, of walking along the tree line 
is um, you can see the signs uh, along the woods of chopped trees. Uh, you can see where it looks like woodsmen have made progress into the forest where they've taken out trees. And you can see the remains drifting off into the orange sky of a, uh, a fall sunset uh, of uh, campsites. So it looks like woodsmen come out here into the edge of the forest and harvest wood. Um, additionally, I think... Um, I'll go ahead and move you all this far so you can see some more. Uh, the ranger and the scout can go ahead and make that wisdom check at advantage to get a 12. Twenty. A 20. Okay, and then um, for log and blossom that's not with your bonus is it so i think you also get a 12 right i actually sadly i have 11 i don't have a bonus for my wisdom gotcha all right well in that case uh rex you will notice this just a moment um rex you notice two things uh, as you're walking here and the sun is setting. Um, by the way, the sun only rises and sets to the northwest. It rises in the northwest and it goes straight down in the northwest. And that's the only place. Mm. And there is no moon. Uh, however, there are often strange lights in the sky and uh, a lot of celestial illumination from the stars. Um, there is no moon in, in uh, Perinval. Okay. Anyways, uh, Rex, you notice, you smell uh, what smells like. It smells like someone took alcohol and burned it. Mm. Um, you can smell almost like a still, like it was like somebody was trying to distill alcohol. And you can see this is where you're a ranger, and you have an exceptional skill here. Dried blood. Lightly spattered along the grass. Oh. Um, yeah. Rex does a small double take at that, not expecting something something so overt. And he just says, look, look, it's dry blood. Where'd it come mm. from? Just bobbing my head around, looking all over. Something dragged through here. How old does it uh, this, does this uh, look? How you know, I know it's dried, but uh, what what would your uh, assessment be? Um, Rex, you would estimate that this is only a day old or so. Less than two days. Hmm. Does it... somebody in a party with more uh, medical knowledge uh, identify? if this came from a human or a creature or like a hmm. livestock or something yeah aren't you a, a chirurgeon a medic um uh, switch to scout Derek is i think a medic right i am oh, um okay. yeah i mean I, I don't know if i could identify blood uh based on 
based on that, but I could certainly, I, I've certainly, I'd give it a shot. You would have knowledge that a medic would know, a battlefield medic, if you want to roll a, an advantage, a wisdom check to get a 12. Mm. All right. And meanwhile, something else happens. And while you're doing that, uh, uh, Log and uh, Rex can roll another wisdom check at advantage to get a 12. Oh, a 20. Let's see. Yeah, it looks like you both passed. Oh, wait. Oh, Rex oh, did. I got a 15. Uh, 16. I only got a 10. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, you hear... Um, actually, probably Blossom comes back. How does it work? Does Blossom talk to you? How does Blossom warn you of things? I think Blossom literally just tweets and I can somehow understand it. I love it. That that happens. Okay, so yeah, Blossom comes back and is like tweet 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 tweet, and everybody else is like, "Oh, this is so cute." Meanwhile, Blossom is like, 20 bloodthirsty orcs. They're gonna kill us all to the east. They're only about a mile away." Uh -oh. There's one of them. They're chanting and 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 they're 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 chanting like a, a war cry, it's like they're giving a speech to 20 of them. It looks like they're trying to build something. Uh, and uh, Blossom came from this way, from the edge of the Barony of Lorna Dane. Um, trying to build something. Like a war machine? A or... bird might or might not know this. Yeah, well, right. we, have, we have the knowledge uh, and we have the element of surprise because my bird notices, not us. So we have, a, we have an edge here. Uh, we can hmm. take advantage of this and ambush them. We could also no. hightail it to that uh, area inside the moat, because we're only a quarter mile from there. Word. Get to the keep and warn them that the orcs are there and they're building a siege tower. <laughs> Kaplan, I'd, I'd like to give us cover then on our way. We'll, we'll travel through fog, and that, that should... That way, the orcs don't know we're here, even if they do notice the fog. Okay, yeah, you create an area of fog all around you once again. Uh, this will make it hard to see. But we could, we could, we could, we could see the, the area. Uh, can I Question. actually ask the group before I do that, too? Because I haven't rolled the spell check. Oh, so. yeah, my bad. I forgot. You have to roll to see if it happens. Uh, can I ask a question about that fog? Uh, yep. to, you know, as, as to, to, you know, can you, does the fog have to be around us, or can you throw it like between us and them so they uh, see the fog and not us and we don't get bogged down in the fog good question i can uh, so the fog the way the fog rolls is it says a thick fog blooms in a close area around you making you hard to see the cloud wow. moves with you so mm. i could i could make a distraction if, if that was a, our goal Or like split the party, like have some of the party be in the fog and some of the party be out of the fog. Or... It still sounds like it accomplishes the same thing, though, if you wanted to. So you could do either. You could do just have it follow us as a cloud, or you could have it, all right, it's right there next to me, and we're slowly moving away, and I'm trying to obscure us. How much fog is created by this? Like, do we look more obvious just being a random cloud of fog? Or... It'll work. Like... It'll work if it passes. Okay. 
I, I say like I'll leave it up to the guys. If it makes it hard for us to actually navigate our path to the place we're trying to get to, that I don't have to cast it either. Yeah, I, I, I got from what I you had. read that you could put it next to you, like uh, like what Edward's saying. Not that right. it stays there though, but you're just gonna have to back yeah, away. Still, it will still move with us. Uh, right. My impulse would be to save your magic for now, and we just kind of we just kind of hoof it because we're we're most of the way there already. Yeah, like if we both start if we both start running at the same time, we'll get there first. We might even have time, though that might be getting a little tricksy. That I see some kind of structure to our uh, west southwest, and maybe we want to warn those guys. Are you talking about right here? Oh, whoops, sorry. Uh, right here. Yes. Uh, this is actually fairly close by. This was the area I was I was mentioning that is like the signs of uh, woodsmen that come in and chop down trees and stuff. Mm. Right, well, we probably want to warn them to fire. Yeah. Yeah, we'd want to we want to warn them right away. There are no uh, woodsmen there see. now. It's just trees oh, okay. that have been chopped down and stuff like that. Hmm. I wonder if that's where the blood is then. Yeah, I imagine that the orcs killed them and stole their lumber and are making their fortifications. Mm, yeah, that's that's pretty. That's that sounds that sounds right. Could be. Um, well, if no one's opposed, log. I like the idea of you casting casting the uh, um, because uh, it, unlike. Well, I mean, it's not going to cost you a spell unless you fail it, right? Is that how it works? Right. Yeah, because yeah, because there's not spell slots, so. Uh, well, you, might, you well could, I guess it couldn't hurt. Unless you do a misfire, like the and then it, and then it could actually hurt. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> right. If he has if he has it wrong, chance. or if it looks artificial enough that they're just like, oh yeah, there's definitely a wizard there. So, <laughs> all right. So, log. Do you want to yeah. cast it like across from you as you go, um, or like between can I, you and them? Can I, yeah, I want to set it as like a barrier between us and 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 them. Okay. Um, casting that direction, if I if possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it looks like things that. are kind of misty enough that it will kind of blend in and look like a natural phenomenon. Because if it looks fake enough, people are just gonna the orcs are gonna be tipped off, and it's just gonna be like a big flag. Right. But if our instincts don't say that it's that it will look false, then I say go for it. So we're in concurrence to to cast it. Man, and I, I agree. Start. I mean, Chris, what do you think? Log the fog machine. Let's go. <laughs> Log the fog. I think that's defensible. I'm going to reload this. All right, but you do that, and that uh, that okay. works. You create I... this. Oh, sorry, I keep forgetting. My bad. Yeah, you get a roll. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, so yeah, I have to gain eleven here, and I have a plus two, so nine or higher should pass. Nice. nice, nice, nice. All right. Can I get it to work? I got it to work finally. You cast a line of smoke, and um, it follows you as you go. How long does it last? Uh, let me double check. Uh, it is a duration of focus. Oh, okay. So you can just keep it there with you. Yes. Um, all right. So you, you, I have that you are continuing on. Uh, as you get about this far, it is now um, 6.30 p.m. local time, okay? And uh, there is much more that you can see even in the setting sun. I'll describe some of the things you can see, okay? Okay. 
you can basically see the whole area. This whole area, just to emphasize the distance, is like a subhex. So this whole thing is about two miles across. So yeah, you can see it's like two miles, like the whole thing, right? So this is this is not very far. You can see everything here. So I'm going to describe what you can see. You can see a village right here. This is obviously the walled village of Lornadane, the river trading city. This is the, the keep of the barony, obviously. And you also see... Uh, you can kind of see it's obscured by the forest. No, actually, so you wouldn't see that. Um, you see a bunch of farmsteads uh, that would support the uh, the village of the barony, right? And um, you see a um, a tower, a stone tower. Does it seem like a particularly wizardry, wizardly sort of tower? Uh, you know, I'm thinking um, probably towers of that type are used as watchtowers. Uh, okay. If it's made of stone, it indicates that it was from a time when things were going well. Um, they were able to afford a long-lasting stone tower. From where you are and in the setting sun, you can't tell if it's occupied, new, manned, unmanned, ruined, etc. Yet you'd have to get closer or it'd have to be daytime. And I don't mean to interrupt, but um, in the same sense, so the image that we have here of this barony, there seems to be lots of fields and things. Uh, mm -hmm. Do I happen to notice any field or orchard or garden or anything where it looks like there is a surplus of food, which could be resourced later? Yeah, all of the farms, you think, probably are verdant enough to do that. Uh, I am also made a mistake, so I'm going to retroactively fix that. Uh, there is another thing that it's possible that your scout and ranger could have noticed. You can do each do a wisdom check at advantage to get a 12 again. There I go. This is something that you would have noticed along the way, or not. I passed. 17. I'm going to pull you all back. Now, we're not going to go back unless you want to, but along the way, you notice footpaths leading into the forest to the north. Many mm -hmm. of them. Uh, you can also see every once in a while a copse of trees that have been chopped down to the stumps. It looks like the, the path goes here to the north. Do these look like orc tracks or do they look like... Oh. Perhaps toad tracks. Yeah, now I think that would be another check and that sounds like a ranger could know that. If anybody else has a background or something that okay. would apply, let me know. Would that be wisdom or intelligence? I'll, I'll let you pick, uh, but it, it would also be an advantage because of your background. Okay. I'm going to try intelligence. Nice, a 20. Natural 20. 20. <laughs> uh, you know exactly what this is, um, and uh, perhaps the reason this kind of like retroactive flashback is happening is because with the... the exactly. Yeah, with the information you now have, you know some things uh, based on what you've seen. Um, this blood, uh, is clearly the blood of woodsmen, of people, and they were dragged somewhere. They were- As I first suspected. They were not dragged 
toward that camp. Uh, mm. And secondly, the the trails of these human woodsmen go all the way north to that area of woods that you saw. So it looks like the woodsmen oh. go all the way up there, and um, some of those tracks are fresh. Oh. So it seems to us that woodsmen dragged one of their own that direction, not that they were captured. Uh, no one was dragged up there. Oh. Uh, the blood um, trails in a different direction. So it looks as if the, if, if the tracks go into the woods like they went voluntarily into the woods? Uh, mm -hmm. The tracks, they go to the north, and yes, right. it's just boot yeah. tracks. The boot blood tracks. trail, it goes into the woods to the west. Mm. Those woods. So it seems reasonable to suggest that the woodsmen do the woods, and they have some kind of uh, sanctuary that we don't know about yet. But I'd say... That we shouldn't go investigating that yet because we got to get to the uh, the Baron keep the Baron's keep. Yeah. Either way, yeah, we don't want to be out here at nighttime. Yeah. 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 I'd say that in spite of this new information, we stick to the stick to our original idea and uh, press on to the Baron's keep and just try to warn them. I agree. Um, there is. Nope. Actually, that's all you would see about the area from where you are. Mm -hmm. Okay. So perhaps we can ask someone about that. So you're trying to go to the keep. So you make it to the road, and uh, you enter the gates, toward the gates of the keep. Actually, this little artwork here from the book looks pretty close, because um, nice. you've got the mountains off in the distance and forests, and uh, there is this, like, you know, water area that kind of protects this keep, and you've got a bridge that goes across it, so it's very defensible. And... Uh, so you come up to the keep. The town, the town proper is off to the uh, the left on the river there. Is this the gatehouse or the keep itself we're looking at? The gatehouse. And um, as soon as you approach it, a, uh, a large number of guards uh, appear and point crossbows and pikes at you. And uh, I, Quick question of background. I, I may have misunderstood. Is this the area where we have a reputation? You've never been Pardon? here before, so uh, okay. <laughs> it's one of those things Got where it. you are famed, but that they are not. <laughs> like you're. Well, in any case, we yeah. would just be uh, essentially just just running in, waving our arms, not trying to be sneaky, and just being like, "There's orcs! There's an orc band! There's an orc war band!" A, mi uh, a mile to the uh, the northeast. Indeed, uh, I'll describe some of the things that you saw here, uh, just in case this is information you could use okay uh, you mm -hmm. did have to cross a moat you can see that this moat uh, this this vast area it's it's uh, in around this hill as I described before uh, it's filled uh, it may have actually been constructed which is quite a grand construction from a long time ago uh, yeah, where the hillside like is uh, very prosperous times yeah maybe sometime in the past um, it's now filled in with runoff from rains and um, from melting snow from the nearby mountains and the emptied bedpans of its many inhabitants. You can see evidence, I would say especially, uh, Rex can see evidence that sometimes they still go down uh, the keep's inhabitants and its many supports, uh, the, the little village that has sprung up around, you know, the, uh, the keep itself. Uh, people come down to the moat to fish. Uh, you pass a drawbridge, and a uh, that that is set down 
um, on the, the far side of a, a long stone bridge. And um, the, uh, the bridge is also fa fairly grand. It's made of stone. Uh, past it, uh, the drawbridge is open into the keep, uh, but a portcullis is down. And uh, guards approach you, and they're like, Hold there, stranger. What's your business at night here? And, uh, yeah, we, we've essentially been approaching, uh, waving and saying that they're saying that we've spotted, uh, a war band of orcs. I think we should first introduce ourselves as adventurers of the realm. Uh, I mean, we are, as they challenge us, yeah. we are legit, right? Mm -hmm. Do we need to, do we need to show our dagger? You are, you were sent from Perinval? Yes, the, the same. What proof do you have of this? Again, uh, do we, we have our dagger? Is yeah, that, every, everybody. Yeah, and and you can have this as a non-weighted item, a uh, decorative, ceremonial dagger yes. as a badge of office. I'm definitely adding that dagger because I did, I couldn't afford one when we started this journey. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot to mention that before. Uh, yeah, if you present the dagger, uh, they look at it with some awe and concern on their face. Uh, nice. Some of you can sense that there is a, a bit of worry that they have. Um, and then one of them is, uh, says, um, uh, Please wait here. Uh, I, uh, we need to speak with our uh, sergeant-at-arms, uh, Sergeant Granvold, and uh, the, the captain of, of the... Uh, of the men, uh, Sir Halfbert. Very well, but please hurry. Yes. Yeah, we're yeah we're on a, we're on a time we're on a clock here. Yeah. So like three of them leave. Uh, you can see that there are um, murder holes uh, nearby where crossbows. You can see lantern light from the murder holes. Crossbows trained on the uh, the entrance and stuff. It's manned. Uh, you mm -hmm. can see lights at the top of the keep as well, where the top of the keep uh, and. Uh, I uh, uh, can't remember what it's called, but uh, anyways, the top of the keep's also manned. Uh, three of them leave. Uh, yeah, there are parapets, and then there's the thing in between the parapets. Um, crenellations? Crenellation, maybe? thank you. That's the word I was trying <laughs> to think of. Uh, nice. And you, get a, you get a luck token <laughs> for knowing what a crenellation is. <laughs> so anyways... Um, Three of them go, and uh, it is now um, officially dark outside. And we're still outside the gate. And you, you are outside it's officially the gate. shadow dark. Oh. <laughs> um. It is uh, seven thirty p.m. It is dark outside, and uh, the sergeant, the same person, comes back, and he says, uh, "Forgive me, um, my lords, but uh, I'm afraid." That uh, and and you told them that there are orcs attacking, right? Or like there's orcs gathering. Yeah, that was like, what we led with. You led with that, right? Uh, uh, we are taking this concern most seriously, um, and uh, the the lady of Lorna Dane uh, has also been informed, and we are grateful, and she has expressed her her own personal gratitude uh, for your service to the barony and the kingdom. Uh, but we are now defending the keep. I'm afraid that we cannot allow you entrance at this time. We're just 
glancing ner glancing uncertainly between each other, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, can, can we camp here along the wall? With your protection over us? <laughs> At least. Screw that. These guys, they're up to something. Oh, don't. Well, sure. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Log just like scratches his head. <laughs> Did you say something? Um, do any, I, uh, little OCO, do any of us know a language that most people wouldn't know, but we both know? Because I think we all know some kind of other language, but none of them line up. Hmm. Like, I know Draconic. Derek knows Orcish. Uh, I know Orcish, yeah. That's I know it. Orcish in common. I, I'm gonna say I know Diabolic, Giant, Primordial, and Sylvan. Mm. I know Primordial and Sylvan. All right, and Jubal knows Draconic, so I could talk to him. But okay, uh, so no. Um, anywho, I'll just we'll have to use innuendo. <laughs> you can do like two groups. You can have one group speak, uh, <laughs> one thing, and then it's passed over to Jubal that can speak. Yeah. Uh, did you say that I, I'm going to address the uh, the sergeant? He came out, did he? Yeah. Uh, sergeant, uh, did you say the lady was present uh, in the uh, keep? Uh, yes. Surely the the good lady would not uh, deny entrance to the keep uh, to adventurers of the realm. I'm sure she knows what an insult that would be. They look really uncomfortable uh, at this and nervous, and they're like, uh, well, yes, I, I uh, certainly understand. Uh, and um, uh, our, our lady, uh, the, uh, the Baroness Aora Lornadane, uh, she gives you her thanks, but unfortunately, uh, we simply cannot, uh, we, we cannot uh, allow anyone into the keep at this time, even someone... And he, he, like, shifts uncomfortably for a while, purporting to be Adventures of Perinval. There is... Oh, that's a concern. Uh, I'm, I'm Rex, Rex Chasmus. This is, uh, this is Durek. This is, this is our esteemed friend Log. Uh, I remember. Where's his character? Yep. Yep. Sabert? Yep. Sabert. Yep. Uh, and this is Sabert. You may have heard, you may have heard of us. Uh... He says, I, I am Sergeant Abdul, uh, and uh, he looks like he's kind of an older man um, with uh, graying features and white hair and white eyebrows, and his, uh, his cuirass is like, uh, and, and like he has a cuirass and then like a, uh, a sash that kind of goes over that with presumably the colors of the House of Lornadane and, um, and then like the probably house symbol. Um, you know, uh, up on on that on his armor, and it's all like immaculate and clean and tidy and everything. Um, and anyways, he shifts uncomfortably when you say that. He, he says, I, "I'm Sergeant Abdul. Um, these are are my men." There has been strange happenings lately, and I am sure that Lady herself would like to explain those to you at a better hour and time. But I'm afraid we cannot even trust what seems right in front of us at our gates. Can I hmm. can I smell BS here? Hmm. Well Can I smell it in the air? Like does it does does he seem does this person seem to be posing as a sergeant but not even a man of, of the 
the Baroness he claims to be. Yeah, uh, his commands are clearly being obeyed. I think mm. you could. So this is going to be a difficult. I'll tell you what you can clearly notice, and this then is, can can I tell you my assumption first? And then sure. You can just tell me if like that's like preposterous. My assumption is that this guy's some type of uh, thug or like bandit leader. They've taken and over these or are his Minions that they kind of taken over, and they're proposing that they are like, or like the the. But the, the but ill fate has already fallen the Lady Baroness. That's that's kind of what mm. my suggestion. Yeah. Um, uh, no. Uh, he he does seem legitimate. Um, he. Uh, um, in fact, based on his like tidiness and his like, you know, this is a. Um, this is someone who entered the service of a noble house young. And has been in it their whole house, and he would die for it. Mm. And um, you can get the sense that this is someone who doesn't have the authority to say yes to you, and it makes him very uncomfortable because he knows mm. what an adventure of Perinval is, but he's been told not now. Um, what was the what was the nature of the drawbridge? Was there like a, a gatehouse there, and if so, was it banned? Uh, there was no gatehouse. This thing just kind of lowers in to give you access. Hmm. Uh, and you're right here at the front where the portcullis is. Hmm. I'm going to throw out a wild idea. You guys can you know, agree or disagree. I think this guy's legit telling the truth. Well, there's something going and on with the noble. There's some... Well, there, there, there... I think there might be something going on with adventurers of Perenthal. Oh. I, I don't, you know, I, I, I've, I've got my issues with, uh... The first time. Yeah, right? The first time. Uh. So, I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking maybe we back off. I'm going to, maybe I, we group up and say, you know, let me talk to my people for a second. And, uh, and we back off a little bit and say, like, okay, look, maybe the move here is to get to the town leave these people maybe we can find out some more information if we go to the village itself mm -hmm. uh to gather some information as to what's going on around here because i think he's legit but i think they're legit scared maybe of us and of the situation that's going on they could probably defend themselves okay from those orcs they're buttoned up pretty tight but the town might be in more peril um i have one idea to try to draw them out a little bit which is to suggest that they bring a, bring some guards out to defend the drawbridge. I mean, unless they're committed to only defending the uh, the curtain wall. Right, I had a similar idea. Like, we could just ask that they send us a small escort group to the village, uh, just for tonight, so we have some safety, and they would they could be our guide. At least to man the drawbridge. Um, um, I also think it's worth conveying to them that we've we found evidence that uh, a dozen adventurers have we think been uh been slain just trying to get here yeah they don't care about letting people in they probably don't care about who's died outside of the gate uh i like the idea of going to a town just because lips are probably looser there and we can probably find out kind of what the the hush hush here is God, i wish i had a better concept of our of our odds against those orcs ourselves but with 30 of them i don't know i'm not i'm not optimistic yeah, we're not going to take out 30 orcs. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I for one believe in Durek and his capabilities, but I'm not quite as confident in my own. So, no, I, I don't think 30 is in our favor. I appreciate your uh, 
uh, your support. Seabor, Seabor, Saber, Saber. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Any, all of the above. All good. You got to pick one. Saber. I'm going with Saber. It, it looks like Sabort. Yep. You, that... You're pronouncing it just right, Sabert. So Sabert. Sabert. Then Ernie pops up and he's like, okay, Bert. Gee, yeah, kind yeah. of a less emphasized T. If I were a linguist, I'd be able to say that in a satisfactory way. But anyway, mm. Sabert. I had a minor in linguistics. Oh. Yeah, could you, could you send that to us in phonetical and linguistics for us? So, all right. So, uh, uh, so yeah. So we told them, "Hey, there's orcs over there. They're already aware of that situation." Yeah, and let me further define kind of the space around you in case it's useful for the future. What this area here is called the main gate, which is lowered uh, and allows you entrance. Okay, and then beyond the main gate, this area is called a blockhouse, and it is like this. Imagine one of those. Um, gosh, now I'm I'm not able to think of what the towers are called. Uh, that you just said, the gosh dang crenellations? it! No, the the thing that a crenellation connects to, <laughs> which we just talked about. The parapet. Parapet. You get a luck token. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. imagine a parapet, but it's like way bigger. You know. Anyways, the front part, and it's got these murder holes, and it's got about three floors. Uh, blockhouse is what this part's called, and the blockhouse uh, connects to uh, the gate. Uh, and then they came out of the front gate of the blockhouse. Anyways, um, yeah, and they you told them about the orcs. They said that uh, the lady expresses her gratitude for this information. Um, and then they were unable to entertain you uh, or house you uh, or meet with you this evening. And then they suggest that they can't simply figure out the truth, uh, that there's a lot of, like, treachery going on they can't simply allow someone in in this emergency this evening is kind of what they talked hinted at i i th i say we we take him at it i mean i think we need to do some something which they're not going to let us in we don't want to fight our way through the through these guys i don't think they're our enemy uh, i agree can okay. we get some food at least from them we had a long journey and even some food for the night <laughs> our journey back I, we could probably get that in town if we i think if we went into town and uh, those people yeah, in town might actually that. really need our help versus these guys who could probably take care of themselves i also didn't yeah. want to give the impression that the town was on the near side of their fortifications uh there is a town which i pointed on the map like that's the actual town and it's only mm -hmm. like three quarter like a mile away Right? right, so you can see it from where you are. Uh, but right. then, like, what I meant to say is, you have one of these keeps with a wall, and inside of the wall, you'll often have its own little, its own little, courtyard. yeah, courtyard with a blacksmith and a so on and so forth and things. But, mm -hmm. but that's not accessible to us. Is right. That right, that's that's beyond this blockhouse. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm talking about the town on the river. Right. So someone else mentioned, uh, like, well, let's just go back to the moat, the. Uh, the drawbridge. I just wanted to note the town is not here. It's it's like a mile to the west, on the river. Mm -hmm. And well, we're burning daylight. Well, actually, it's nighttime. Well, now. Yeah, yeah, there's no more daylight. So, what do you all say? Let me pick on Chris here. To, or, well, actually, who goes back to speak to the the sergeant? And what do you say to them? Uh, to I think sergeant. Log's got Marco. our best uh, charisma. 
if that matters. <laughs> That's interesting. You see log, log, log shudders at the idea. Uh, he he points a finger to uh, uh, Durek. No, no, you're great at talking. No, 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 no. We just need more confidence. Rex, I th I think you're you're our man. All right. Uh, well, we're basically just we're basically just uh, wishing him the best and just leave just leaving, right? Okay. Well, am, I, am I asking him for something specific, we, or just being like? Hmm? I was I gonna try that... to ask for help in, in any way, anything they would offer, uh, and then take that because I mean, if they're willing to offer anything, even a, a single man who who knows the lay of the land better than we do, then if we are ambushed on our path, you now because we saw orcs over that way, but there's nothing to say that there aren't more orcs between us and the town. You know, we didn't right. happen to see. I would I would only say this log is that uh, we, being adventurers of the realm, uh, I, I don't want to personally sully myself to ask them for any favors when they're clearly in a position of, uh, um, shall we say, uh, they're being pretty cagey. Mm -hmm. And, I don't uh, think they're going to give us like I don't think they're right, going to give they're us gonna an escort. Give us anything, I don't think that's going to happen. And the, yeah. just asking for something that they're clearly not going to give us will only uh, weaken our appearance. Okay, that's, fine. Thank I'm you. Just Rex. saying, my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's understandable. I mean, they they've clearly given us uh, an insult here, but there's only there's only so much we can do about it. All right. So yeah, what do you say to the sergeant? All right. I approach I approach the the man and say, very well. If you're uh, if your lady has made her decision, then we will abide by it. But this uh, this behavior is uh, uh, unusual. But these are these are your lands. I would at least uh, implore you to act with all wisdom regarding this this grave threat, which is uh, as we the last we saw, only about uh, one and a quarter miles away, perhaps closer by now. What's your charisma modifier? Not zero. Zero. Okay. I would um, like to give him a luck token in this roll. Oh, I do this roll. However, I'm, st I'm going to reveal it to you anyway, just because uh, I think it's fun. Because he squints and he looks at you and he's like, wait a moment. Are you... I do get a plus one if he does recognize me. Are you... Uh, I, I didn't get your your full name is... Are you Rex Chasmus? Yes. Uh, perhaps I was speaking too quickly earlier. I'm a pleasure to uh, meet you, sir. I'm sorry, my lord. I, I, why, you you invigorated the temples of the region. I, I, our priest in in the in the city would, or in the village, would be so happy to speak with you. I, uh, could you just wait one more moment, please? Mm, very well, but you must move quickly. And you guys mm -hmm. don't roll this. I roll a uh, a reaction roll in which you got an eleven out of twelve. Um, oh, nice. And nice. yeah. Uh, I, won't and show I would that use again, this as an opportunity to reintroduce uh, Sabert, who was also part of that uh, yeah. adventure. Right. Yeah. Uh, he leaves and comes back, and he says, um, "I forgive me. I, I I missed. I didn't realize that uh, uh, that uh, Rex Casmus and Sabert uh, were 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 here, uh, and uh, we would like uh, the lady has provided her own carriage, and uh, if what you say." Um, comes to pass, we we will need to guard the city anyways, and we'll need to garrison some mounted troops that could uh, that could disperse this this horde. Uh, so, 
Uh, if it is uh, well with you, uh, we would like to provide you an escort to the city, uh, a ride in and, um, Her Grace's personal carriage. Very well. That would be very gracious of you. All right. This takes some time because uh, they Rats have to like... coming through in a clutch. Uh, so it is now 8.30 p.m. in the evening. Many people have, at this time, since candlelight is so prohibitively expensive uh, and there is nothing else that can be done and these are dangerous times they'll have long since gone to sleep in the dark uh, however uh, they eventually hitch up the uh, the carriage and they uh, it's walking they lead you along the road now this uh, this only takes like maybe 20 minutes but is there anything as you travel along in the carriage under the guard of these um, these dragoons, these uh, these mounted guards that uh, that you would want to do? Let's discuss while we're in the carriage. If we, can we discuss it uh, like openly amongst ourselves uh, without being overheard by? Uh, There's a chance the that you could be heard by the driver of the carriage, but you could also you know do it subtly and whisper, and then probably not. Most of the stuff doesn't need to be secret. We'd just be discussing things like uh, the 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 blood trail that we found and what we think that was about. Yeah. It would be, be nice if we could talk to some of these dragoons, honestly. Perhaps they'd know something, but they probably don't. So um, at, at least if they have any business in the, the trees we saw cut down. If, hmm. if they know if they were like used by plans from the Baroness to construct something... Or, you know, if they have news of or rumors of what happened to the Woodsmans. Yes, yeah, it's a good idea. Start, start, maybe whoever's got the highest charisma, maybe start by complimenting uh, the uh, driver on, on the fine state of his carriage. <laughs> Clearly, he's, uh, uh, you know, good at his job. Nice. I think I think Log is not great at that. <laughs> I mean, I do have a good mod, charisma. I have a plus one, but I I imagine like uh, uh, he literally points over at the cut trees and these this uh, field of stumps, uh, and, and says, "Well, you have a nice view." Uh, talking to the driver. Um. Uh, the driver is like in a, a fancy kind of royal kind of garb. Uh, it's sort of garish and over the top, but it is her job as a carriage driver. Uh, and she's a little halfling uh, named Isabel. Uh, she's a middle-aged halfling with like cropped hair um, that falls either side of her big elfin almost ears that jut out to either side. And she uh, she smiles out of half of her mouth and and she's like, oh, um, uh, thank you so much, my lords. Uh, Adventures of Perinvol, wow. Uh, I never thought I would meet one. We get that a lot. <laughs> We're just here to help. <laughs> you get like for that. <laughs> um, yes, uh, I, I certainly hope that you can help our people here. Well, ma'am, we uh, will certainly do what we can. 
And you come all nope. this way to uh, bake cookies. Would you happen to know much about those uh, those woodsmen just to the northwest of the keep? Oh, yes. Um, uh, it is part of the trade here. Uh, it helps keep the, uh, the river trade, the boat repairs. Um, uh, we have uh, 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 foresters that, uh, that serve our, our, her grace. Uh, Master Bayard leads them, of course. Uh, it's it's tragic. Uh, Master Bayer and his people, they also lost people. Um, I, uh, I'm sure that it must feel incredibly unsafe and dangerous to be a, a forester in these days. Or How long has this been going on? Sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to step on. Uh, talk to probably it, these disappearances began three, four months ago. Uh, it started here and there, one or two. Uh, there was sometimes bandit activity. There is the war going on, after all, so uh, we have thought ourselves lucky, what with the great battle with uh, King Ardrith far to the north and the uh, and, and, and the uh, uh, the land strike uh, south of the, of the city, and so we thought maybe we would be spared from the war this time. But there are bandits, there are people that would uh, travel up and down the river. And then there are, of course, the, uh, those outsiders that came from those new cities a year ago, the river folk. Um, and now they live alongside the river. So, mm. I don't know, perhaps there are strange folk about in the past year. Uh, maybe it's just that um, those people don't like each other. I don't know, but I can tell you that foresters have gone missing and I'm sure that uh, uh, what's his name uh, I'm sure Master Bayard uh, is, is, is terribly concerned about it and could use some help where would we find Master Bayard uh, in the daytime when they, uh, they leave uh, they usually stay in the walls of the keep now and then they begin the journey with their, their, co their wagons and mules into the forest about a mile and a half to the north. Uh, that would be the logging site we saw. Would be. While we're riding along in the distance, do we see like any, um, I don't know, torches, fire, war drums, etc. that indicate the orcs have made it to the keep? Yeah, great question. Because again, just to emphasize... The map looks large. It's only about two miles across. <laughs> so in a in a uh, a fall autumn night, you would hear war drums and yelling and stuff off in the distance, echoing. Uh, and no, you hear nothing of the sort. And by now, it is dark. Hmm. So let's make it dark. Well, someone's pretty sure about what they saw, right? And let's give you some light, because you will be. Like a, a warband isn't really something you mistake for something else. Maybe. Of course, it did say they were building something, not necessarily on the move. So yeah. it could be that uh, maybe they're, the orcs are building their own fortifications against some unknown threat. Could be. Or perhaps something to ford the moat with. Either, either is a... Uh, I really just don't know. Yeah, we don't know. 
on that note, I noticed that uh, the Jubal's character sheet says that they speak Avion. Yep. So I don't know if that means they understand the tweet, tweet, tweet. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, but Log can already talk to her with him, so that's fine. Um, what else What else do we ask? Do you, do you know if the foresters made it back tonight? Are they in the keep now? Yes. Oh, well, that's fortunate. Oh, indeed. I don't think anyone uh, other than the farmers, and of course, uh, we do have uh, even night patrols that help watch, but I think it wise uh, that the kingdom sent these this word to help us from you, uh, and that uh, mounted patrols could can can come at night if, if needed. Uh, I, I, th there was a rumor that there's something happening to the north. Uh, did you come by that way? Uh, we, we did. And we had a great deal of difficulty even uh, making it here intact. We saw evidence of other adventurers that had been sent uh, failing to arrive here. We what rumors the worst. Did, oh, sorry. Sorry. You that, first. I thought, uh, what rumors did you hear? I heard that the there north? were uh, orcs, um, feral tribes gathering somewhere in the woodline to only a mile to the north. Hmm. Well, I can assure you that it's true. She just looks like, you know, <laughs> like she keeps driving. Now, we're about to run out of time. As much as I... All these people are becoming named characters as you discover them, by the way. So this is Isabel. Uh, let me make sure I have her. Uh, Isabel. It's nice to encounter sure. a normal-sized person. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, so you get to the the village, and I'll describe what you see here real quick-like. Although you wouldn't hear these things because it's deep at night now. So let's do this, and let's make it real dark. And you have a flickering light of Okay. Okay, let me see here. So uh you come up to a walled um a wooden palisade. And um, you can see, um, well, probably only see this wooden palisade. It is manned by guards and a, a large group of villagers, even though it's night, you can see, a, you can hear a rumbling, a commotion, and uh, 10 of them, uh, as they hear this, like they come out to the gates. Uh, some of them just with pitchforks, some with old spears. Uh, these are not trained guards of the uh, of the barony. Um, and they uh, and one of the guards who is wearing a tabard of the House of Lorna Dane and says, uh, you know, sees you see him talking to the sergeant and stuff, and uh, something has worked out. There's a an argument that happens between them. Uh, this is like 20 feet ahead of you, okay, and you're mm -hmm. in the the carriage. 
And then eventually the 10 people disperse and they wave through this carriage. So, uh, and you can see in here, in this village, that there are probably a dozen buildings. And they take you to one of the largest buildings uh, in town. Um, and they open the carriage and uh, the sergeant bows. Uh, this is Sergeant uh, Abdul. Sergeant Abdul bows. Uh, and he motions and he says, My lords, um, I uh, uh, welcome to the village of Lornadane. Uh, this is the War Mallard Inn. Uh, they would be able to uh, provision you and uh, provide a place to rest uh, until the lady is uh, prepared to summon you. I have every confidence that she will do so as soon as possible. We graciously look forward to her reception. He bows, and they all... Oh, go ahead. I just want to look out at the crowd. Does it look like these villagers are mad that we're here? Or, like, upset that we're here or intruding? Uh, most seem asleep. However, the crowd that dispersed, it initially looked like they were angry, but then when they saw that you were, like, officially coming in here, they do not look mad at all. Uh, okay. Maybe more, like, relieved. Okay. And, um... Yeah, they, uh, they load up the carriage and they leave you here to your own devices. Uh, they, uh, Adventures of Perinval are part agent of the government, but also part independent mercenary. Uh, so they expect you to pay your own way, uh, but also Let's earn, get us a room, boys. earn your own riches. <laughs> and uh, the tavern um, does have uh, patrons. There are people here this evening. I'll quickly describe that. The sign over the door of this three-story establishment features an ornamental kite-shaped wooden shield carved with a black duck with a green head and orange bill who's dressed in full plate and wields a broadsword. Um, it is the War Mallard Inn. And inside, uh, it's a bit... It's cozy, if just a bit tight in here. Uh, it's strangely, like, stacked up in three stories very narrowly. Um, there are um, half a dozen tables for six and six stools at the bar. Uh, at the bar is a bald, middle-aged man with thick fingers and a grizzled jaw. And uh, he looks like he's seen a thing or two. And a battle-worn halberd hangs over the bar behind him. And that's where we'll end the adventure for the night. Mythic Mountains RPG is a private RPG play club that focuses on folk RPGs. Those of us who play folk RPGs are not beholden to rules masters from either big corporations, voices on the internet, nor anything beyond what we agree together is best for our game and our table. We delight in supporting independent game designers. Shattered Dark RPG is by Arcane Library. The City of Brass is by Frog God Games. Music is by Miguel Johnson, Tabletop Audio, Michael Gelfie Studios, Kevin McLeod from Incompetech, and Bruneville. Details for the music, RPGs, and adventure module are listed in the description. We hope you enjoyed our adventure, and we hope you'll join us next time in the Vale.